so let me start off with a list I've been given. Um, uh, Zeke Miller, Associated Press. Uh, Americans are frustrated. In, in fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction despite the results of last night. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. The more they know about what we're doing, the more support there is. Do you know anybody who wants us to get rid of the change we made on prescription drug prices and raise prices? Mr. President, do you think Elon Musk is a threat to U.S. national security? And should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? (laughs) I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth worth being looked at. Um, And uh, um, and uh, But that's all I'll say. There's a lot of ways. uh, But I believe we took the right steps for the country and for the American people. In fact, if you look at the polls, overwhelming majority, I don't look them much anymore because I'm not quite sure how to read them anymore. Uh, I hope you are uncertain as well. Um, But uh, overwhelming majority of American people support the elements of my economic agenda. And just think to yourself, Thanks to the brain-dead voters in Pennsylvania, we now have two completely witless wonders, brain-dead human beings that are there as just warm bodies in D.C. We now have Fetterman and we have Biden. I mean, to see those two go head-to-head is almost comical if it wasn't uh, the country that was at stake. The, the elections, I was waiting, I'm doing this again very late, I was waiting to see what happened with Arizona. It's an absolute disgrace that we are unable to count votes. It's a disgrace that we don't wait hours, days, we wait weeks to find out results. Nine o'clock, Wednesday night, was supposed to be a dump should have uh, included Maricopa County. And at the time, Masters was down around 90,000 votes. Uh, uh, Lake was down about 3,000, 4,000 votes at the time. And being that that county supposedly was heavy with uh, Republican support, chances are that's where Lake took the lead. And uh, Masters, I don't know if there's enough there for him to make it up or not, but it was going to go well for both of them. Well, that has now been delayed. I was going through and I saw Clay Travis reported now that Arizona's coming out and saying that we may not have the election results until next week. They're about 70% in right now. I mean, Governor-wise, it matters to the people of Arizona, but as far as the rest of the country, obviously, if you don't live in that state, it's not as important to you. 
Uh, Senate-wise, it's very important considering we're tied 48-48 still currently. Georgia's going to a runoff, so Warnock and uh, and uh, Herschel Walker are going to a runoff in December. Actually, they start early voting, I think, in five days or four days. And they start right back up again, and they got to keep beating the trail. And, you know, I got to tell you, you people in Georgia, you guys – I, I, I'm I'm struggling. I really am. I'm struggling. Bobert in Colorado, she's down by 73 votes. You know, they get, they're 95% in. I mean, definitely winnable with 5% left. She 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 definitely has a shot. 73 votes is nothing. You know, and uh, but it, it just it, it baffles me that in the year 2000. We could give you election results the night of an election. The only state that had that blip was Florida, and you see how outraged everybody was at one time. But prior to that and even up until 2012, you started seeing some issues. 2016, more issues. 2020, even worse. And now it's, it's just continued to deteriorate. But up until that point, we're able to count ballots by hand, handwritten ballots. You know, filled out. We're able to count them, and now you're telling me with all this technology we have, look at how far we've come in 22 years. 22 years ago, most of you, if you had a cell phone, it was one of those little Nokia's. <laughs> I mean, look at what you're at now. You walk around with basically a computer with a computer in your hand right now. I mean, we're worlds apart from there, and you're telling me that we can't get the votes in on time. It's a disgrace. You know, I was talking with Erica, uh, emailing back and forth with Erica, and she's upset. You know, in in, in uh, uh, Minnesota, she's 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 completely upset. I don't blame her. You know, I do not blame her. When she she sent me an email that showed me the map of uh, what happened where she's at, and her county in particular is all red. The whole map's red. Every candidate in the county went red except the governor. Does that make sense? I mean, does that logically make sense? And, you know, there's only so much I can say to somebody because um, they're, they're, they have every right in the world to be upset. You, know, you try to encourage and un- be understanding because as mad as she is, I am too. I'm, I had a good night in Florida and, but that's great. Florida is not the country. Yes, it's where I live. Yes, uh, I'm more insulated down here. We have an excellent governor. But ultimately, it was a bad night. What should have been a red tsunami uh, was barely a splash. Okay, uh, what happened? Mismessaging. Uh, I mean, there are so many theories going on what happened right now, but everybody's upset. You know, I can only imagine living in her area. You know, you're, you see everybody around you. On all accounts, you look at the map, and the whole map's red except for a couple big cities. And those big cities dictate how your life is going to be. And how these people keep voting for these radicals, I don't understand. Unless, unless I'm out of touch with the people of the United States, and I tend to see the good in people more than the bad, and uh, what I see is not real. You know, me thinking that most people don't want socialism. Most people don't want to kill babies up to the day uh, of birth. Most people don't want to legalize drugs on the road and have drug addicts strung out all the pl- all over the place. Most people want secure borders. I guess maybe I'm, I, I don't know if I'm the one out of touch 
and I'm just misreading voters, but I'm starting to think it's just that people are so busy in their lives, they don't pay attention. A proof of that, Pennsylvania, you got people voting for a guy on the ballot. He shouldn't even been on there, but he's still on there. Who's dead? And you got people voting for a dead man in Pennsylvania. In Arizona, if you remember, we talked about um, they had an independent that dropped out. He dropped out of the race. He still got 40,000 votes. 40,000 votes changes the game right now. 40,000 votes, if you give those uh, on all accounts, if you're an independent, you're definitely going with with Blake Masters. You're not going uh, the other way. So on all accounts, you tighten that up from a 90,000 deficit to a 50,000 deficit, which seems like a lot. But when you got 500,000 votes waiting in the wing, maybe not especially the areas they're coming in from, supposedly more red areas. You know, you just, it's been bad all the way around. People are frustrated. I felt bad for her talking to her. Farmer Drew reached out to me. He just, he's in as much shock as I am in. You know, he's just shaking his head. I mean, what more can you do but shake your head and just go, what the hell are these people thinking and what the hell's going on? Listen, Fetterman winning. Here's a guy that can't function. He's brain dead. It looks like he's got another head growing out the back of his neck. You think this guy's making it six years in the Senate? The Democrats don't care. He's a warm body. He's going to vote accordingly. That's all that matters. But I mean, Pennsylvania, you guys voted for him over Oz. And listen, you know me. I ain't got no love for Oz. I don't have any love for Oz. He's not my, he would not be my guy of choice, but over Fetterman, I'm voting Oz all day today and tomorrow. That's not even an option. Here's a guy that respects law and order. Could, is he potentially a rhino? Sure. Sure he is. But is he better than a radical who claims that he's even further to the left of Bernie Sanders? Somebody who thinks that there should be no life imprisonment, that you should let murderers out? Somebody who thinks you should legalize drugs? Look at the way Philadelphia looks. It's zombie land. You think you should legalize drugs so they could just all be all geeked out on the streets day and night, night and day? Guy that wants open borders? A, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I just can't. And then I saw a report that came in from The Blaze that Project Veritas caught some tomfoolery going on at two different voting locations. In Philadelphia, is it enough to change the outcome? Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, there's just two. I'm a little frustrated, more frustrated today than last night. Maybe I was wore out. My eyes were tired last night. But all day today, reading and watching and everything that I've seen, my frustration level is much higher. Uh, I would say one of the. One of the main reasons why is I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you're not allowed to question elections. They call you an election denier. Okay. But when all of this crap continues to go on, you're not supposed to ask questions. You're not supposed to try to figure everything out. You're not calling it out for what it is when you see something wrong. And if you do, you're an election denier. I can tell you one thing. You know, if all of these little mistakes happened and sometimes it went into, it was to the benefit of the Republican Party and sometimes it was to the benefit of the Democratic Party, 
I would probably be a lot less concerned and just say we're having problems with the system overall and the system really needs – we need to take a hard look at it and get the system fixed. But when it only ever benefits one side, you have to be a damn fool to believe that it just happens to be a blip. Because, man, what a fortunate situation that it's always a blip for the left. The right never capitalizes on those blips. We always we always pay the price for them. So I am annoyed and irritated. I'm also annoyed with Americans right now. You know, I see a lot of people on the right are trying to blame Donald Trump. Donald Trump wasn't on the ballot. I, listen, let's, let's, regardless of how you feel about him, he wasn't on the ballot. Do you know what was on the ballot? Inflation, energy prices, gas prices, food prices, home prices, border, security around the world, supporting of police officers. Do you want your children indoctrinated? Do you want your children seeing pornographic material in school at such a young age? All that was on the ballot. How could you disagree with all of that? How? As a, as a human being, how could you not want less inflation, lower gas prices, lower food prices? You want secure borders. You want the rest of the world to be more at peace so there's not this constant threat of a World War III. You don't want smut like that being taught and shown to your children at ages. You don't want your children indoctrinated. You just want your children educated. You support law and order so that your streets are safe and you feel comfortable to go about your day-to-day business without fear of dying, being robbed, being shot. I mean, you, does half of America really want that? <laughs> I, you know, it's, we're, we're, at, we're at a tipping point now. You see, the way I feel about the election is that a lot of people are really, and this could be by design, are feeling that your vote really doesn't matter. And Boebert's a perfect example of that, being down 73. If you think your vote doesn't matter, I can tell you, your vote absolutely matters. 73 is nothing. And if there was 100 of you in Colorado that decided not to show up that would have voted for Boebert, you could, have, you could possibly have just cost yourself her, her, her seat. She, it flips over. So voting matters. And my worry is people are really starting to believe my vote just doesn't count. So what does that do? Maybe, again, by design. I don't know. What does that do? You have less turnout, especially because the people that are going to be believing that are the people that are voting Republican conservative, which means you'll have bigger turnouts of Democrats, and then it's really going to be a one-sided United States. My fear is in 2024, most people... Are they going to get out there and fight for it? Do they have any fight left in them? Do they believe that their vote's going to count? Or are they just going to say, it just doesn't matter because every time I vote, I lose. So it does not matter. I'm just worried that's the, that's the direction we are going in right now. Because I see people throwing their hands up and go, what's the point? What is the point? Not only did we lose 
But just like 2020, it, it was just another eerie feeling like 2020 early in the night. I'm watching. Everybody's feeling good. It's looking real positive. Then all of a sudden, it's just like, what happened? Where? What in the hell happened? We already, <clears throat> we're going to take the house. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very confident. We're not getting nowhere near the numbers that I thought we were going to get by looking at all the polls. I was wrong, and it, it, my prediction definitely did not come true, unfortunately. We will still take the house. I think the last time I looked, it was, uh, God, I think they were anticipating 223 to 210 or something like that, or that, that's the race is called. I don't, I don't know where they're at. I, I don't know where we get to, how large of a, uh, of a lead we're going to get in the house, but we should have the house nonetheless. The Senate, depending on Arizona, if it drops right, Nevada, where we are looking – it's leaning to the right. If you pick up, if it, if it goes well in Arizona and it goes well in Nevada, that gets us to 50 because we're at 48 right now. You know, and then it's going to come down just like last time. Georgia's runoff. It came down and it's going to come down to that again. And how are the people in Georgia going to vote? You just don't know. People of Georgia, what do you want for this United States. Warnock is a radical. I don't know how you don't see that. Here's a guy that got in an argument with his wife and ran her over, ran her foot over with the car. He has a history of abuse, mistreating people, misappropriation of funds. He's somebody who claims to be a pastor but supports abortion. Is abortion... (laughs) Let, 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 let's, is abortion, let's look at it this way. Is, is abortion so important to you that you'd rather destroy every other part of your life, even though chances are you're not even going to ever have an abortion, but just for having somebody in there that's pro-abortion, is it worth the extra money that you're spending every single month just to survive? Is it worth having to fight and see what they're doing to your kids in schools? Is it worth watching what's happening overseas in a lingering threat and whispers of a World War III? Is it worth all of that? Did you hear the guy in the beginning of the episode? You want someone that is going to support an agenda coming from somebody who has a brain cell at best rolling around in his head. You know, and I'm I'm getting tired of being nice. I got to tell you, on this show, I work so hard to not curse. I I really do. If there's one flaw I have, it's my mouth. That's for sure. Uh, You know, uh, uh, I could take cursing to an art form. It's it's something I have to work on. But for this particular show, just because I want anybody to be able to listen to it, I do not curse. But I also try to be understanding and not attack people too much. You know, attack who needs to get attacked. Not for political reasons, just not to be, uh, um, just not to be a nasty person. But I'm getting tired of being nice. You know, I don't care if the guy's got dementia. I don't care if the guy's got Alzheimer's. I don't care what he has. Because you know what? If you're going to put him up there on stage and you're going to pretend like everything's okay with him, then guess what? We have the right to criticize him. And he's a complete and total failure. He's an idiot. He has no brains. 
His, his agenda sucks for the country. And now, instead of just having one of them, we got another witless idiot that just had a, a, a aneurysm or whatever the hell he had, a stroke. And we got another one in there. Looks like he's growing a head on the back of his head. His wife thinks it's, I, I, I don't even remember if I played that for you or not. His wife thinks that swimming is, is swimming is, is white privilege. It's You got privilege because you know how to swim. I don't see anybody stopping any black people or Spanish people from learning how to swim. Okay. If you don't learn how to swim, it's because your mom and dad chose not to teach you how to swim. Okay. They don't have to show you themselves. Maybe they're scared of the water and they don't know how to swim, but there are plenty of people you could pay and even free programs to teach your children how to swim, to make sure that they don't drown. It ain't a privilege to know how to swim. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, again, I'm frustrated. It's late. It's late again. I wanted to see what was going to happen with Lake. Um, the frustration setting in these elections are getting more and more tense every time. Uh, we're having the same issues that we've been having and it just, it's wearing on everybody. It's wearing on me. It's wearing on my family. It's wearing on sure all of you because we're always on the losing end of this tomfoolery. Now, I don't know how everything's going to turn out. At, at a minimum, I know we should have the house. At a minimum, we're looking pretty solid on the house. I don't think that's going to be a problem. It's probably not going to be the margin we all thought it was going to be. But we are going to have the house, which will help us stop 90% of Joe's radical crap that he's going to try to keep forcing down our throats over the course of the next two years. If by some fortunate chance... You know, we are 50-50 in the Senate again, and Kamala's there. Okay, at least we maintain the status quo, and we could look to pick up some next time. If not, maybe we could just squeak one out and have a 51 majority to 49, in which case Kamala Harris is irrelevant, and then we have the House and the Senate. Um, And I'd like to see some action from him if, if we can get to that point. If it's split, doesn't matter what we do. Impeach Joe Biden, do uh, trials and, and all the crap they're going to do. At the end of the day, what's it going to do? It's not going to do anything. So hopefully we'll see. I did see there's some talk about Kevin McCarthy. He's already going to be challenged as speaker. And I don't like Kevin McCarthy either. So I wouldn't have any issue with that. I'd like to see somebody else in there. I don't think Kevin McCarthy, I think he's a rhino. Yeah, he's California. He's a California rhino. <laughs> he plays the game. He talks real well. He's very. He's a very seasoned politician. Uh, makes you want to believe him. And to me, I look at him and I smell a rat. So I'm not a real big fan of McCarthy. I'd like to see somebody else. I'd like to see. I like to see Marjorie Green in there personally. I'd like to see somebody strong that's going to take command of the House and do what's necessary. That's somebody I would like to see in there. Uh, I rarely get what I would like, but, uh, in a dream, in a dream world, that would be an ideal situation. All right. Until tomorrow, if anything new comes up, hopefully, you know, again, this is late at night. You wake up and it's Thursday morning. Remember I'm pre-recorded. If something changed overnight, because tonight I'm not staying up anymore. I'm going to sleep. Uh, we got a hurricane rolling over us right now. I'm in, where I'm at, the hurricane's going over me as I'm recording this. So I'm in the middle of a hurricane. I wanted to make sure I got this done before any power potentially goes out. And uh, I'm going to sleep. 
crank the air down in case the power goes out. Make sure the house is nice and cool and let everybody, uh, everybody go to sleep for the night. By the time we get up tomorrow, everything should have passed. All right, beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful night and uh, hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow. It's Thursday and we will do it again on Friday. And that's it. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.